It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Last voice was Micah Parsons, linebacker, Dallas Cowboys, edge rusher. He doesn't is care he, is he an edge rusher? Yeah, well, they move him all over the place. No, 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 no. I'm saying, is he an edge rusher? Because I hadn't been able to tell the last oh, few weeks. Oh, going the last few weeks. I mean, the Cowboys, have one sa- the Cowboys have one sack in 72 dropbacks the last two weeks. Parsons has that sack, obviously, yesterday's game. But that's it. And a that's it, boss. Yesterday. Yeah, I know. That's I'm, I'm, it. Look. Everyone's putting the blame on the Cowboys' loss, or not everyone, a lot of people, mostly on the shoulders of Dak Prescott. But uh, I think it was a complete team loss, and credit the Jacksonville Jaguars for taking advantage of it. But up next for the Cowboys, sports hate, man. You've been in this game a lot. Mm. Eagles, Cowboys. The fan bases can't stand one another. The teams can't stand one another. The cities can't stand each other. Go back to Drew Pearson and the draft in Philadelphia, right? The Dallas Cowboy, great. Yep. Uh, and now uh, a NFL Hall of Famer, you know, I want to thank the city of Philadelphia for helping the Dallas Cowboys get to be five-time Super Bowl <laughs> champions. I mean, it is pure sports hatred. And we were supposed to open up a present on Christmas Eve. Yep. And that present, for me, the one that we could open was sports hate. Yeah. Cowboys, Eagles. If you are just tuning in, Eagles quarterback and MVP candidate Jalen Hurts uncertain to play Saturday against the Cowboys due to a sprained shoulder that he suffered during Sunday's win over the Bears. This from our Adam Schefter. Hurts was hurt late in the third quarter when Bears DN Travis Gibson drove him into the ground. He didn't like the play call. We'll touch on that in a moment. But your initial reaction as far as the Eagles go, who need one more win to lock up home field advantage, when you saw this news from Shefty, what was your initial reaction? My initial reaction was that this could change the trajectory of this Eagles team, depending on the severity of the injury. We, we still don't know how many games that Jalen Hurts is going to miss, and when he does come back from injury, Ian, we have to be concerned with rust and then his overall ability to be effective. If Jalen Hurts can't be a dual-threat runner, then how does that limit what we see offensively from Nick Sirianni and, comp- and company? Because a part of what makes this Eagles team – a tough outfit to stop is that their offense is so versatile. They're so dynamic. They have the quarterback run game with zone reads and also quarterback draws, which show up a lot in the red zone. Hell, Jalen Hurts had a quarterback draw for a touchdown in yesterday's game against the Chicago Bears. So there's that aspect of it. There's the second reaction plays from Jalen Hurts, moving outside of the pocket, not just to run, but to extend the down so receivers can uncover downfield. So having to defend against all of that as a defensive player, man, it's tough. And so if you limit what Jalen Hurts can do because of the injury and because physically he's incapable of doing something, then all of a sudden it makes this Eagles offense a lot more predictable, a lot easier to defend. And then at that point, are they the best team in the NFC? That remains to be seen because there are a couple of teams, the Dallas Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers, that we could point to and say, 
if they catch the Philadelphia Eagles slipping, if Jalen Hurts is not 100%, then that could end up being a loss at the most inopportune time for the Philadelphia Eagles. Why did you have a problem with the play call? Because to me, they were just running their offense. It was a close game. It's a one. It's a four-point game at the time. That's their offense. They're just running it. So why did you have a that a big problem with this particular call? My issue with the play call is that I didn't think that the situation necessitated it. I, I just I I look at quarterback runs as plays that you dial up in gotta have it spots, and that wasn't a gotta have it spot. It wasn't on a third down. It wasn't in the red zone. It was a drive starter. I'm not quite sure why you had to have Jalen Hurts on the zone read in that situation. And credit to the Chicago Bears defense because Jaquan Brisker, young safety that that has a lot of promise, he did exactly what you're supposed to do. He came up and pointed the receiver. He forced the run back inside to the teeth of the defense. And you know there are going to be a lot of big bodies waiting on Jalen Hurts when he turns up, Ian. And unfortunately, it ended badly because Travis Gibson landed with the full weight of his body on top of Jalen Hurts' right shoulder. And that's what happens when you have a quarterback that's a focal part of your running game. Your quarterback is going to be more susceptible to hits. And now you're talking about missing Jalen Hurts for at least one game, which happens to be the biggest game of your season going up against the Dallas Cowboys. But it could be multiple games. And now his health is in question once we get to the second season. So I just felt like it was unnecessary in that spot. But them be the breaks. That's the cards that the Philadelphia Eagles have to play with now, and we'll see what Gardner Minshew brings to the table. But the Eagles are in a good spot because they have been consistent all year long. They're 13-1. and They only need one more win because they have the head-to-head tiebreaker yep. with the Minnesota Vikings. They beat them earlier in the season. They need one more win to wrap up the number one seed in the NFC. They got three chances to get it. You had this injury. You talked about it earlier. It, t- it took you about a month to feel right again. Yeah, but you're you're playing DN. You put the you know you get the Toradol shot. You put the shoulder harness on there, bad man. Let, let, let's go swap paint. Look at look at you with yeah. the Toradol shot. <laughs> Come on, man, are you kidding me? I hey, know you hey, got it too. Throw, throw, I've throw had it. it. Hey, yeah. throw in a little lidocaine in that shoulder too. Go, throw man. in a little lidocaine in there too. But here's the deal: that stuff, those are numbing agents, and that's just for me to be able to get through it. And I don't have to throw a football with a quarterback. You got to be a little hesitant to numb your quarterback and shooting him up because he's got to be able to feel when he's throwing the football. He has to be able to operate like that. So that's the part that makes this tricky because it is his throwing shoulder. How does the medical staff handle this particular injury and what ends up being the timeline that they lay out for Jalen Hurts? There's no guarantee that we're going to see Jalen Hurts and his right shoulder be 100% the rest of the way because this is an injury that does take some time based on the severity of it. So that's what we have to wait and see. But the fact that they're already ruling him out for Saturday's game, that lets you know that this might not necessarily be a day-to-day situation. This might be week-to-week, and that's not news that Philadelphia Eagles fans want to hear. Dan Orlovsky, play quarterback in the NFL. On NFL Live earlier, he was asked about this injury. Here's what he said. His shoulder being hurt is going to impact every single carry that he takes for the remainder of the season. Every single moment where that coaching staff goes, Do we want to call this run right here? Like, do we want to expose it to another shot? And there are going to be so many kind of decisions um, that get impacted by this. And he had 17 carries yesterday. Three of those went for touchdowns. So it'll be interesting to see when he does come back, how they manage the game, or do they just run their offense? He's Chris Canty. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons in for Carlin. 
here on ESPN Radio on Canty and Carl on the ESPN App Series XM Channel Lady. Now to the MVP conversation. Jalen Hurts, this morning before this news came out, was the odds-on favorite to win the NFL MVP. Now Patrick Mahomes is the favorite at minus 200, meaning you have to bet $200 to get 100 back. Jalen Hurts is plus 250. You bet 100, you get 250 back. The Cowboys are also now a five-and-a-half-point favorite against the Eagles in Week 16. The line was Cowboys minus one-and-a-half this morning. How do you see the MVP race? I think it's going to go back to Patty Mahomes, man. I mean, he's just so far out in front of everybody else that we would consider for the award. To me, it's a three-horse race between Mahomes, Burrow, and Josh Allen. And Pat Mahomes has 38 total touchdowns to only 11 total turnovers. The other two guys, Josh Allen, 36 touchdowns to 16 turnovers. And Joe Burrow, 36 touchdowns to 12 turnovers. I think Pat Mahomes is just so far out in front he leads the league in passing yards. He leads the league in passing touchdowns. I think the MVP award reverts back to him. It was going to be him until about a month ago when we saw Jalen Hurts go on this magical run where he was putting up video game numbers. But I think it does go back to Pat Mahomes if Jalen Hurts is forced to miss multiple games. Yeah, I'm with you on Mahomes. I think Josh Allen is, is back in the mix. Um, and then, you know, Jalen Hurts and also Joey B. Yeah. Joe Burrow, if he makes a run and wins these last three and they finish on a nine-game win streak and he and he balls out, yeah. look at those last three opponents. Yeah. You I mean, beat listen, all three of them, he's in listen, the mix. I think he can beat all three of them. And the likelihood that Lamar Jackson will be back for their matchup in Week 18 in Cincinnati is high. So think about this. Joe Burrow would have beaten Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Pretty damn good. Oh, and don't forget Tua in Week 4. Pretty damn good. Pretty yeah. damn good. Just so, saying. It's still wide open. And there's a lot of ball left to be played, to say the least. He's Canty. I'm in for calling on me and Fitzsimmons here on ESPN Radio. You can always uh, join us on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What was the best comeback of the NFL weekend? Strangest thing you've seen in the league? Raiders, Pats, it's up there. Coming up next, as you might have to take this tease because my throat just locked up. Go get it. <laughs> ESPN Radio next. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Double up to catch up or double up to break the bank. It's Monday Night Football. Our preview is presented by Progressive Insurance. With Chris Canty, I'm Ian Fitzsimmons in for Carlin. Here on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. CC, when this game came out on the schedule, you're like, oh, hell yeah. Matthew Stafford, the defending champs. L.A. Rams going to Lambeau to face Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. And now it's Baker Mayfield and the banged-up Rams coming in to face Aaron Rodgers and the banged-up, defeated Green Bay Packers. Does, it, does this not sum up what we think we know about the NFL coming into week one compared to what we end up knowing around Christmas time? Well, here's the thing in – Unlike a lot of people before the season, I had the Rams missing the playoffs because I realized when you win a Super Bowl in a major market, it's hard to repeat as champs, and it's hard to sustain that level of intensity for two straight years. Uh, When I won the Super Bowl in 2011, the next year, the 2012 Giants missed the playoffs. So I wasn't surprised to see the Rams fall apart, especially considering how top-heavy that team is, how top-heavy that roster is. All it takes is a couple of key injuries – and you end up with a 4-9 and nine season to, to go through the first 14 weeks of the NFL year. So I, I just – I'm not surprised that the Rams are in this spot. I'm not surprised that the Raiders are in it uh, – that, um, that the Green Bay Packers are in this spot. But it's a situation now where it's about the future for both franchises at the quarterback position. And why the Rams took a flyer on Baker Mayfield is because they're uncertain about what's going to happen with Matthew Stafford moving forward. And the Green Bay Packers a couple of years ago decided they were going to draft the successor to Aaron Rodgers, and they have yet to allow him to make us make him make a start when Aaron Rodgers is healthy in a meaningful situation. And so I think both franchises are trying to feel their way with the quarterback position moving forward. I think one team is going about it the right way. That would be the L.A. Rams. And I think it's fair to be critical about the other team in the Green Bay Packers, knowing that they have a consequential decision to make on Jordan Love's fifth-year option in the 2023 offseason. Yeah, I had Rams and, and Seahawks for us here on ESPN Radio a few weeks ago, and I had a chance to catch up with Matthew Stafford. My brother coached him for, what, five, six years when they were together in Detroit. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and he seemed to be in really good spirits. Now, obviously, he's in shorts and, you know, in a shirt, and, and his, his twin girls were dancing in the, in the, in the pregame, you know, whatever dance routine. And um, he was, you know, more of a – obviously another coach on the, on the bench. But he seemed to be in really good spirits. Now, we didn't get into – his neck or the concussion issues or anything like that. It was just more just catching up. But, again, he, he looked to be like a guy who was still extraordinarily invested in that team. But I liked the point you made there, like, hey, 
let's, let's take a flyer on Baker Mayfield and see what we might be able to do with him that, that wasn't done in Carolina and going back to the one year that he had where he led Cleveland, not just to the playoffs, but a road playoff win in Pittsburgh and then went to Kansas City in the division round and gave the Chiefs all they could handle. So I like where you're going with Baker Mayfield and the Rams and, and seeing if they do have something there just in case Stafford is not able to go you know, in the future, which I'd be a bit surprised, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you go to the other side, and, and Jordan Love, look, I'm not surprised at all that he hadn't seen the field because of one dude, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You're paying him $50 million, you know, a year. So if AR says he's going, he's going, and Jordan Love is not going to see the field. Bottom line, end of conversation. Yeah, I think that's a – that's a short-sighted way to look at it because Aaron Rodgers is in his age 39 season. Yeah, but that, it's not my short-sighted. That, that's their short-sighted. That's just the way it is uh, right well, now in Green they're, Bay. They're, yeah, there's no question about that's how the way it is. They've essentially turned over control of the franchise to Aaron Rodgers, but I think that's a short-sighted way of the front office looking at the quarterback position. They started this process three years ago when they drafted Jordan Love. They knew that he wasn't a finished product coming out of Utah State, that this was going to take some time. And in the interim, Aaron Rodgers has won back-to-back MVPs and has led 13 win seasons. But here's the deal. Aaron Rodgers led them to an NFC Championship game in a 13-win season the year before they drafted Jordan Love. So what I don't get from the Green Bay Packers is why they decided to be half-pregnant with this situation. Their season is over. I don't care about the mathematics of it, the probability, and they're still mathematically alive. They're done. done. They're They're shipping the cars home. They're making off-season plans for Cabo. Aaron Rodgers is going to be off in a month somewhere on a ayahuasca journey or a Panchakarma cleanse. That's where they're at. But I think it's franchise malpractice that they're not giving themselves this opportunity to get an extended look at what Jordan Love is or isn't so they can formulate their quarterback plan moving forward. Because I don't believe it's a fait accompli that Aaron Rodgers is with the Packers in 2023. If you're paying a guy $50 million to be on the outside looking into the playoffs, then you're doing it wrong. And that's where the Green Bay Packers are at right now. You can, you can lose without paying your quarterback that amount of money. And beyond that, the problems go well beyond just the offensive side of the ball. The Green Bay Packers have eight first-round draft picks on defense and they can't stop a nosebleed. This is That was supposed to be part of the strength of that this, team. This is an organizational failure, a misevaluation on what they would be in 2022. And as a result, you have a contract that feels like it's immovable in a lot of ways with Aaron Rodgers and you have a lot of friction between the head coach and your signal caller. And I don't and in the middle of that, you've got Jordan Love, a first-round draft pick at quarterback that's going into his fourth year essentially sight unseen. It's a terrible place to be if you're the Green Bay Packers. How would you feel if you're somebody not named Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love, if you're another team, just a teammate, one of the Smith guys, you know, or Aaron Jones? I mean, go on down the list. How, how would you handle what's going on right now uh, in front of the camera and also in the locker room behind the scenes? Well, I, I can't feel great about it. And here's the part that gets me. Aaron Rodgers – and Brian Gutekunst going back and forth privately and publicly over the last couple of years, essentially since they drafted Jordan Love, that that feud that they've had is what opened the door for the best weapon in the National Football League and Devontae Adams to decide he had had enough and leave money on the table to go to Las Las Vegas to play with Derek Carr. Now, I get that he has a pre-existing relationship with Derek Carr, 
But Derek Carr is a lesser quarterback. And the Raiders gave him less money than what the Green Bay Packers were offering him. Think about that guy deciding, you know what? I am going to leave the back-to-back MVP and go to Las Vegas because I don't like what's going on in Green Bay. That tells you everything you need to know about Aaron Rodgers' sports character and how much control he has over the direction of that franchise. And it's not a good thing if you're thinking about the long-term health of the Packers organization. Green Bay minus seven and a half tonight, seven and a half point favorite total, 39 and a half. That's the Monday Night Football Preview brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We gave you the top five earlier, our top five moments in the NFL. Canty's got the bottom five coming up when you when you return, along with some awful officiating at the end of one game between two playoff contenders that might cost one team a playoff spot. That's next on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It's time for the bottom With five. Chris Canty, I'm Ian on- Simmons in for Chris Carlin here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. I gave you the top five moments, my top five in the NFL. Canty yelled at me for getting the new nightmare. Yeah. I don't know I how you forgot have. Kirk Cousins. I don't, I don't know how that fan. happened. I'm an idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey. But that game, But here's like. the thing, though. Here's the thing. That game will make an appearance on my bottom five. Well, there we go. You, you can always join the show at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. After Canty gives you this. Here's Canty with the bottom five. Number five. All right, we have to start with Mr. Receipts himself, Rob Sala, the head coach of the New York Jets. The Jets get the ball back with a minute 49 in the fourth quarter, down by three points. So all they need is to get the, get the ball in the field goal range to give Greg Zerline a high percentage kick in order to force overtime. So a minute 49 left on the clock, three timeouts. Third and 19 with a minute 22 left on the clock. Zach Wilson completes a 22-yard pass to Garrett Wilson. Rob Sala neglects to take a timeout in that situation. 24 seconds run off the clock until they run their next play. A couple of plays later, Zach Wilson completes another pass to Garrett Wilson, this time for 10 yards to get the ball at the Jets' 48-yard line. They let another 22 seconds run off the clock. 
So they've had the ball with a minute 49. They completed two huge passes to Garrett Wilson, and they ran the clock down to 31 seconds before an incomplete pass. And they had all three timeouts in the bank. Now, ultimately, they had to end up settling for a 58-yard field goal try by Greg Zerline that ended up being wide left. But it was a situation where they could have utilized those timeouts better in order to position for a better attempt at a field goal. That's all on Rob Sala. Uh, That was a bad look. He wants his players to be accountable. That's why he benched Zach Wilson. Well, somebody should sack Rob Sala because that was absolutely (laughs) egregious. Keeping it moving. Number four. We go to Tampa Bay. The first possession of the third quarter for the Bucs, they decided fourth and one, up 17 to three, that they were going to go with a direct snap off of a punt look to Giovanni Bernard. And it seems like a good call on its face because, you know, hey, we got to do some things. We got to get a little weird in order to have a chance to beat one of the hottest teams in football. I understand that. I don't hate the call, but when it doesn't work out, you like to blame the head coach. Not so fast. Why? Because the guy that was getting the direct snap didn't know that they were snapping him the ball. That would be one Gio Bernard. And had he caught the direct snap, rather than allowing his face mask to, 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 to catch the football and it be deflected, we could be talking about the Bucks being able to sustain that drive. But instead, it ends up being a gift to the Bengals that starts the run of 24 points off of five, count them, five consecutive How many? Tampa Bay Bucks How many? turnovers. How many? Five. Five. I didn't know Joe Burrow needed that much help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go to uh, D.C., Landover, Maryland, actually. And that would be the referees at the Commanders-Giants game. I don't know who Brian Dayball gave the game ball to, but he should give the game ball to the official officiating crew in last night's game because what happened at the goal line was absolutely egregious. First, you had the illegal procedure with Terry McLaurin not being on the line of scrimmage. They called an illegal formation five-yard penalty on third down. Terry McCauley, the officiating expert for NBC, said you can't make that call in that situation. And then the fact that they didn't call pass interference on Darnay Holmes, quarterback for the Giants, when they were trying to target Curtis Samuels on fourth down, absolutely ridiculous. Go back and look at the plays for yourself. It's foolish to make those kind of calls. The officials gave the game to the New York Giants. Number two. Number two. Matt Ryan is used to blowing leads in big spots in Saturday's game against the Vikings at U.S. Bank was no different. It wasn't 28-3 against the New England Patriots in Super Bowl 51, but this was the biggest comeback in NFL history because the Colts blew a 33-point lead against the Vikings. I don't know how you're up by 33 and you end up losing the game, but that's exactly what happened. Kirk Cousins, 21-33 for 330 yards, four touchdowns to one pick in the second half. Defense was optional for the Colts, and that ultimately ended up costing them. But number one, the absolute worst thing I saw was what we saw in the Patriots-Raiders game. Jacoby Myers, Ramondre Stevenson, what are you guys doing? The game is tied. You don't need to play the lateral game. This ain't Cal versus Stanford way back when. You're not losing the game. It's a tie game. You can go into overtime. As a matter of fact, Your head coach gave you permission to go into overtime when he called a freaking draw play for the last play of the game. There was only three seconds left on the clock. I don't understand why you guys checked gangster, but ultimately ended up costing you because Chandler Jones, who was a real gangster, intercepted Jacoby Myers lateral to Mac Jones. 
proceeds to stiff arm Mac Jones to the turf and high step in the end zone, 50 yards for a touchdown. That is one of the worst endings to an NFL game that I have ever seen, and that will go down in infamy. That will be forever and always on NFL bloopers reels here on out. Correction, that wasn't a lateral from Myers. That was a pass, 25 yards back, which was 10 yards short to Mac Jones. You hit the wrong Jones. Chandler Jones, not Mac Jones. Yeah. I mean, didn't, just, didn't, didn't get it to the intended receiver. So, Ian, I got to ask you, how'd I do? Any glaring omissions? No, no, no. Anything I, that I missed? I, th- I thought you batted a 1,000, as a matter of fact. And you know that the ending of Raiders-Patriots was as bizarre as we've talked about nonstop uh, for, the pre- for the last three hours and 39 minutes because that was my number one as far as top plays. And it, so it, and not only was it number one in bottom, but it was also number one in the top plays. Depending on your mood and who you were pulling for and where your bank account was backing. Yeah, but it had to be so much worse for the Patriots because it probably cost them an opportunity to be in the playoffs, right? No doubt. I mean, their playoff chances before that game were 64%. Now they get knocked down to 42%. And they didn't call laterals. Stevenson and Myers went rogue. As you mentioned, that's the most bizarre part about this. Ian, the remaining schedule for the Pats. Home against the Bengals, home against the Dolphins, on the road against the Bills. Where is the win? Where is the, golf the win? Course, on the golf course come, I don't know, second week in January? Yeah, but it ain't in Foxborough. You ain't on no golf course at that time of year. <laughs> Heading south, yeah. man. Heading exactly. south. Right? Book them okay. flights for Cabo, cuz. That's it. Book the flights for Cabo. One, two, three, Cancun. Let's go, Patriots. Eight times, and as Charles Barkley says, gone fishing. That's there it. it is, right there. He's Chris Canty. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We make some money. Plus, it's a, it is a deja vu for the best team in football. We explain that right here on ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. 
Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. It's a prime time parlay, baby. So, Ian, you know how we get down on Kenny and Carlin on the ESPN radio? Favorite segment you guys do every Monday right here. Yeah, I mean, we have to try to make our listeners some money. You're hanging around for four hours listening to our show. You got the Christmas shopping going on. We know buying all those gifts, buying all those presents is going to set you back. We're trying to offset your costs and make you some extra holiday cash. So that's why we've got the Kenny and Carlin play of the night. And since it's on Monday, you know we always turn to Monday Night Football. So it doesn't necessarily look like it's going to be a barn burner between the Green Bay Packers and the Los Angeles Rams. The frozen tundra, they are expecting some snow flurries in the forecast, so that is baked in to our parlay. 18 degrees. 18. There we go. And it's 18 degrees, although Baker Mayfield was quarterbacking in Cleveland for the first four and a half years of his NFL career. But that's neither here nor there. So with our same game parlay tonight, Rams-Packers, we're going to go under on total points the over under is at 39 and a half we're going under the 39 and a half we're also going to look to baker mayfield total completions over 17 and a half the over under for completions for baker mayfield is 17 and a half we're taking the over on baker mayfield completions and we're actually going to rope in baker mayfield's new favorite target ben skoranek for those of you that don't know, he's assumed the Cooper Cup role in Sean McVay's offense. Seven catches on eight targets against the Raiders a week ago for 89 yards. Total receiving yards for Ben Skoranek is at 31 and a half. We're going to take the over on total receiving yards for Ben Skoranek. It's at 31 and a half. So under on total points at 39 and a half, over Baker Mayfield completion, 17 and a half, and over on Ben Skoranek receiving yards at 31 and a half. That pays out plus 590 on Caesar Sportsbook. So, Ian, got a little bit of juice with this play. Let's little go. bit of juice. little bit of juice. I'm all about it, man. And I'm, I am fully invested. Hello. Following you, coach. Let's get the green out. Let's hit it. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. It's Chris Canty. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons in for Chris Carlin. Lionel Messi and Argentina win the World Cup in penalty kicks after going to stoppage time. Unbelievable. This was the best soccer match I have ever witnessed start to finish. Entire family on the couch. You want a reality TV show? I give you sports, y'all. That's it. Bottom line, man. If you got a great sporting event on, it doesn't get any better. And on the world stage, you had stars going at it. I mean, on both sides, both teammates. And Messi comes out on top and finally hoists that World Cup. It was remarkable to watch. Yeah, and Ian, that was the one thing that was missing from Messi's resume, right? Having the World Cup. And, and finishing and, and winning that championship. Like, now that you've added this, this this completes a decorated career. Not that he's going to ride off into the sunset, but this was the one thing that we were saying, you know what, he needs to add this in order to, to, to fill out that resume and to have it as being one of the all-time greats. I still don't think he passes Pele or anybody like that. But in terms of being that all-time generational talent, absolutely checks that box. And then you get to see the next up-and-cunner, Umba-cunner, and Killian Mbappe, and the fact that he was able to do what he did, the hat trick that forces the shootout, 
at the end with the penalty kicks. It was just absolutely awesome to see the two best soccer players in the world having all-time performances in the championship match. That was, I mean, the perfect game on a perfect pitch, man. That was awesome to see it, and it gave this year's World Cup the finish that it deserved. It was awesome. Argentina up two zip. They come back and tie it. And Mbappe and Messi, teammates in club soccer, wouldn't even give each other a fist bump, man. That was pure competition at its finest. Up next, number two, Anthony Davis to miss multiple weeks for the Lakers with a right foot injury. Chris, are you really (laughs) surprised? I mean, Charles Barkley calls him street clothes for a reason. Yeah, I'm a Lakers fan, and I I knew that this run that AD had was too good to last. I mean, you brought up the nickname Street Clothes. It's appropriately titled. I was just hoping that he could hold it together until the trade deadline, which is February 9th, and he would put together a season where there was another title contender out there that would be interested in trading for AD and taking him off our hands because with Anthony Davis, the Lakers aren't contending for a championship, not with this team as constituted. Oh, it's a Gerald Chow gang. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, you know, you ship him off and you see what you can get from him. He's still 29 years old. And maybe there's a title contender that thinks they're a big, a stretch, a stretch big away, a guy that could be a rim protector, you know, from winning a championship. But, you know, that's out of the window now because we're talking about another injury. So we're stuck with Anthony Davis. It's not a great place to be. I remember when they made the trade, they were hoping that it won. It yielded championships, not just one championship. But unfortunately, I think we're going to have to settle for that summer camp title that we had in 2020. Yeah, he was playing great ball, man. Averaging over 27 points, shooting nearly 60% from the floor, 12 rebounds, two blocks a game, and now back in street close. Number yeah. three, on three and out, Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts suffered a sprain to his right throwing shoulder, if you are just tuning in. Happened against the Bears in the third quarter. Sources telling ESPN and Adam Schefter putting his availability for Saturday's game at the Cowboys in question. It is not considered a long-term injury if Hurts can't play on Christmas Eve, which we don't expect him to. Gardner Minshew, who's a very good backup quarterback in the NFL, he gets a start, can't he? Yeah, and here's the thing. Gardner Minshew has played in 30 NFL games in his four-year career. He's got 22 starts. So the guy knows his way around the huddle and being able to operate the offense. He has some movement skills, so it's not going to be a complete deviation from what the scheme has been for the Eagles, uh, you know, while Jalen Hurts is out of the lineup, it's just interesting to see now what happens in this matchup against the Cowboys because this is a, a Dallas team that notoriously plays down to the level of competition. Will they play up to Philadelphia's standard and what we've seen from them, or will they go into this game with the mindset of competing against a backup quarterback? Because if it's going to be the latter, Ian, this could be another spot where the Dallas Cowboys can get got. And how fitting would it be for the Philadelphia Eagles to wrap up the number one seed in the NFC with their back quarterback in Gardner Minshew, similar to what we saw in 2017 when they did it with Nick Foles on their way to winning a Super Bowl. The first time Just I saw it. Gardner Minshew play, USC, Washington State. I'm talking to Mike Leach, the great Mike Leach, God rest his soul. He's got his cup of coffee out in the field, and this guy comes running by us in spandex and no shirt on, Fu Manchu stash, right, and a do-rag. And I went, who the heck is that guy? And he's doing these funky arm motions. Mike Leach looks over and goes, oh, Fitz, that's my quarterback. That's Minshew. <laughs> I'm like, what? I mean, spandex, no shirt, right, do-rag, Fu Manchu, doing all these funky arm movements, and he played his tail off out there. They almost beat SC that night. Yeah, listen, Gardner Minshew plays fearlessly, and that's the thing that the Cowboys should be worried about. Fear the jorts. I'm going to leave it at that. 
candy. I enjoyed the hell out of it, man. Uh, have a great night, and uh, if I don't see you, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Fane and Fitz is coming up next on most ESPN radio stations. Have a great night. and Carlin weekdays on ESPN radio and on ESPN plus Robert half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting technology, marketing, and creative legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.